Hello and welcome to the Betcha Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your three funniest friends, which is us. Today we're talking about the debates. The debates. And the debates. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. <laughs> You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello, everyone. Whoa. What did you guys think? I know. Should we, like, debrief feelings first? Feelings first. Feelings, feelings over facts. Uh... Well, you Brian, you watched live. Yeah. Sammy and I both had to watch later. Yes. They're long, man. <laughs> so fucking long. <laughs> like three hours is a long time. I know. And I had to wake up early as hell to watch this yeah. today. Same. Like, I like first crack of dawn, and I was oh, like, "I got to see these debates now." I was like, "Oh, I'll just run to the bathroom during the commercial break." The commercial break didn't happen for like an hour and a half. So, yeah. anyways, I don't know. I I thought they were interesting. The the thing is, is like. Yes, there's less candidates. However, it's still 10 people on the stage at a time. So I felt like it wasn't... I wanted I wanted there to be less still. Yeah. I still need less. That's people. my overall feel. Yeah, people on stage. Like, even, like, two nights of five debates. I know we don't want more nights. I not mean, a two Friday nights, night. two nights of five people. Of five people. Yeah. Well, as long as it's not a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the hell schedules the potential second night on a Friday in September? Yeah, yeah. that's psychotic. Um, yeah. Like how diehard do you have to be or how badly do you want people to not watch yeah. that you're doing that? I know. I'm doing a sober September, so I probably would have watched it on Friday just for want of something to do. That's valid. <laughs> Even if you were having a not sober September, I feel like you might have watched it. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe me, I would have yeah. done it, but uh, would I have remembered it, you know, if I wasn't doing sober September? Yeah. I think it was honestly the most sub- substantive of the debate so far, yeah. but also like... It didn't feel like they were engaging with each other. It felt like they were just stating their things that they had like prepared. Like they each had like a page of paragraphs that they had briefed with their debate briefer. Yeah. And they were like, oh, here I here's where I can use that paragraph. Yeah, I definitely feel like the prepared lines jumped out at me a lot yeah, more. Like I, felt I that could too. feel them a lot harder. But I did uh I did feel like the actual substance of the debate was better. And it was nice not like I felt like you could feel that like the extraneous people were gone, which was nice. Like we didn't have to waste a bunch of time pretending that John Delaney's opinion about what the next president is going to do fucking matters at all. You yeah. know, <laughs> although he is still running, he still has not dropped out. And yeah. Tom Steyer has qualified for the next debate, which annoys me. I can't even begin to talk about how annoying it is that now we have this extra person potential. Like it could be eleven on the next one if all of these guys qualify again, and it's a completely superfluous person who's obviously not going to win and doesn't it's very yeah. it's, it's like, annoying it's like you have all this money why can't you use that money towards something that's not just your fucking self well he was yeah. doing the he was like like doing the impeachment drum you right? know he what i mean continue with that stick, stay there man yeah stick or in the use, impeachment lane we need you there he has this whole infrastructure because he was doing all of these events for like a year doing the impeachment stuff he was doing like a healthcare thing it's like why don't use that infrastructure to like register voters or do something that's useful to anyone because you're obviously not going to be president you haven't even been a part of the first three debates like it's it's a I mean, whatever. Billionaires. He has. Being a billionaire w- is one hell of a drug. He has WMD. Yeah. White man delusion. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 
So it mean basically white man's illusion is like I can't I I have I could do anything in the world and the one thing I'm gonna choose that I must do is attempt to be the president. Yeah, like, even though there's no evidence that points to that anyone wants me to do that, <laughs> or that you're the person to do it. Yeah, like I just don't yeah. understand like why everyone thinks like oh if he could like it's not something just anyone can do. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Well, I guess I don't know. Donald Trump is the president now, but, but that, he's a special just anyone. That was a mistake. This is gonna be like a either a small blip or a huge dark mark on our country. But no one thinks that this was like supposed to happen. Yes. And he also is like an extraordinary, like he's like an extraordinarily dumb, crazy billionaire. Like he's actually, he is extraordinary in that, you know, (laughs) like he is special there. He's the world's best con man. Yeah. And and that's how he did this. Yeah. Faux billionaire. Um, True. He's not really. So they basically talked about healthcare a lot. Yes. Again, um, they also brought up a lot for foreign policy, really for the first time. Not the first time, but it was the first time that it was one of the most talked about things. It was the second yeah. most talked about thing. I feel like because this thing happened with the Taliban, like yeah. him inviting the Taliban, there was like so much energy around that discussion, which is why it got talked about a lot more. Like I feel like foreign policy issues, if there's something that has happened yeah. prior to the debate, people will talk about it. But it's like because it's like, I don't know, it feels like a like not big ticket issue they don't it get it off and get like moved to the sidelines yeah and also like all the trade shit with china going on yeah i think there's a democrats i think tend to kind of ignore foreign policy more mm-hmm. than the republicans do usually but now i think there's like a lot of shit happening that mm-hmm. they just can't ignore it because yeah. it's it's just not it's unavoidable at this yeah. point yeah yeah because yeah. you have the you have the immigration crisis which mm-hmm. is a foreign policy issue mm-hmm. and you have china and you have the Russians and you have also all Trump shit. is just so weak on foreign policy. Yeah. It would be crazy not to hit him there because it's so obviously something that he one like doesn't feel comfortable doing because of the way he's constantly like saying things and taking it back and pulling out of stuff and then going back like he he clearly doesn't have a grasp on it himself. So it's just like such a weak point that it'd mm-hmm. be crazy for them not to start building like a big foreign policy case for themselves. Yeah. Um, guns were talked about a lot too. Yes. Um, it took place in Texas where the El Paso shooting was. Mm-hmm. And so that was the third most talked about topic. Education came in at fourth, immigration fifth, and the military sixth. I think what bringing up the military in like respect in conjunction with like Donald Trump's like, you know, bone spurs is a really great strategy yeah. as well. The bone spurs, the fact that he's deflecting money from military projects to pay for the wall that's never happening so the money yeah. is probably just going go into his pockets yeah he goes after immigrant service members basically yeah. like he started he he took away one policy where like if you're like basically like a not like a DACA kid but like if you were born here but you have undocumented parents it used to be that like they were kind of exempt from being deported because you don't want your soldier overseas who's like fighting also in the back of their mind worried that their parents are going to be fucking deported mm-hmm. in the US but he stopped doing that so it's like remember when he um wouldn't go to the World War II memorial because it was raining <laughs> yeah all right yeah yeah and that's um, Trump on the military mm-hmm. yeah um so Biden spoke the most had spoke the most words this is all according to Bloomberg didn't he speak the most every time so yes. far yeah i okay. do think they give him more time because he's in first and I- and he has not used any of that time well, which I think should tell us all something. Yes. Um, Booker came in second, Warren third, Castro fourth, Harris fifth, Klobuchar sixth. 
And this is by words. This is by words. This is by words. I think by time it would be Biden and then it's Warren and Bernie. So I think the first three by time are like different than. Does that mean Bernie Sanders just speaks very slowly? Or he (laughs) just uses. He's very thoughtful about his word choice, I guess. (laughs) He does not stop like gesticulating with his hands for one second. Uh -uh. Andrew Yang was doing the same thing. He was like, he looked like he was casting a spell. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, is he a caster? Well, as we know, Harry Potter is real based on that Tennessee principle. So Mm -hmm. maybe he was trying to Cast do a little a spell. spell had some um, felix felicis in so you his guys, pocket do you guys just want to go through like candidate by candidate yes. yeah and like performance and shit yeah let's and then do at it the like end that. we should play the ranking game with the candidates performances okay cool Great. i love rank that. them yeah rank um, i gotta get the ranking game in every podcast so we'll start with joe okay sleepy joe um just kidding i don't want to use that <laughs> i um, thought he did better than he did in the past but it was still not not like good. fantastic. His eye stayed white. His eye yeah, didn't fulfill with blood, plus. but his dentures did fall out. It looked like he was like chewing them the whole time. Did you yeah. notice that every time they like cut to him and he wasn't speaking or he was like thinking, he was like, he's probably trying to keep them in. It was really yeah. weird. I genuinely think that he needs to rethink his entire strategy with the teeth because at this point he's what like a seventy-year-old man yes. and he has the teeth of a twenty-one-year-old fresh out of like Invisalign and mm-hmm. I just it's it's just I think that he should like go back in and be like listen I want like a like a healthy 50 year old's teeth yeah you know like something that like belong in my mouth potentially it's very I don't know why I didn't make the connection that those were obviously dentures the first time I like saw him again in a few years like when he came out I was like oh my god his teeth look amazing I assume they were veneers yeah I, I I'm like oh no. I would have thought veneers yeah. but the they were president. based on the fact that they're falling out. I feel like they're not veneers. Yeah. The big the vice vice president can't get a sponsorship with a dentist to you know yeah. get some new set. Of yeah. Got, right. But you know, so surprising. Joe Biden on Instagram, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm doing candid or whatever, <laughs> like Smile Direct Club. Exactly. <laughs> um. So I think the most fiery moment came in the beginning uh, involving Joe Biden and Julian Castro. Um, So we actually have that clip, which we're going to play right now. Barack Obama's vision was not to leave 10 million people uncovered. He wanted every single person in this country covered. My plan would do that. Your plan would not. They do not have to buy in. They do not have to buy in. You just said that. You just said that two minutes ago. You just said two minutes ago that they would have to buy in. You said they would have to buy in. in. Are you you forgetting what you said two minutes ago? You said just two minutes ago. People did not like that. He also was wrong. It's yeah, he also won. It was wrong. Yeah, Castro was wrong. Castro yeah. was like misconstrued it, and people like that was the number one thing when I was just checking in to see like last night when I got off the shoot that I was on. I was like, what are people saying? People did not like that Castro did that. I think so. I think the audience really made it a lot worse by the ooh you know what I mean like it did I felt like I don't know if it would have punched as hard if people weren't like already questioning how old he was and all that shit I thought it was just mean yeah it felt a little mean it's made worse by the fact that he was wrong yes had he been correct I would have been like okay but what I did kind of it was disrespectful that's really which I hate to like be like here's my ish Mm -hmm. it's like you know if it's Biden versus Trump in the presidential debates. 
Trump's going to say a lot worse shit than that. You know what I mean? And if we're all like pussyfooting, sorry, that's a terrible expression, around that, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's just like, you got to be able to like take it, you know, (laughs) or just like be like, okay, but like also like what's the difference? Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people, like I feel like one of the contrasts people are trying to draw is that Trump does that stuff and it's distasteful. Like people, one of the things people actually hate about him is his tweets and his like petty bullshit. Like even some of the people, even his supporters will be like, well, I don't like the tweets. And also like when you're standing on stage with so many people who've come for Biden so hard, but in a way that wasn't like that, like wasn't, or like they they didn't come for his age so directly like Kamala Harris what she did like she slapped him around in front of mm-hmm. everybody Cory Booker like has mm-hmm. taken him down in so many ways but they did it without going there yeah it just looked like it's like well it was, why did you it need wasn't to do personal that? when they did it yeah it was more it was like it about was policy policy um, I think it really knocks Julian Castro down yeah a peg like I think he. I, I could see blew him, it. I think he blew it. I, I could see him not that. getting to the next. I, I could see him not getting to the, debate three. It wasn't good. Whatever. He was a solid candidate, and now I think it kind of made him like. Mm. The thing I did. Come I, for the king, you better not miss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, what I liked about it, though, this isn't like for his benefit, Julian Castro's benefit. I'm glad that someone was able to like really give him a good jab. And it wasn't anyone that I really liked, <laughs> you know, yeah. who didn't, who had to take the fall for it. And yeah. Pete was able to take that moment, too, right after Pete Buttigieg was like, yeah. this is what people don't like, you know, this people, this is why people hate politics, blah, blah, blah. So Pete I did, was able to do that. I, I, I liked that as well. However, I did kind of feel like it was teacher's pettish yes. a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like... Yes, Pete Buttigieg has very distinct... Um, but teacher, you forgot to collect the homework yes. energy. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, god damn it, Pete. <laughs> so another done. another weird part during for Biden was Lindsay Davis, the ABC anchor moderating the debate, um, or one of them, she asked him this question about one of his past comments uh, about segregation in schools. Um... And so her question was very pointed. She actually quoted Biden and she said, um, I don't, uh, this is Biden speaking. I don't feel responsible for the sins of my father and grandfather. I feel responsible for what the situation is today for the sins of my own generation. And I'll be damned if I feel responsible to pay for what happened 300 years ago in today's world. That does not sound great. I think Mitch McConnell once said that like almost those exact Serious of words. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's like Republican talking. Like voice yesterday. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and he's been like quiet for a bit because yeah. he doesn't like Moscow, but yeah, he's Moscow bitch yeah. name. So. Um, and then she asked, "What responsibility do you think that Americans need to take to repair the legacy of slavery in our country?" He then went on to like talk about like schools and stuff, and we actually have another clip um, of him talking, and it gets like really weird. It's ironic that he brought up schools, considering the debate, the, the busing thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, that is. We bring social workers into homes and parents to help them deal with how to raise their children. It's not that they don't want to help. They don't want they don't know quite what to do. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. A kid coming from a very poor school or a very poor background will hear four million words fewer spoken by the time they get there. Make sure that kids hear words. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, he's right about that, like, mm-hmm. from a social yes. science standpoint. But it just sounds... 
on the heels of the record player. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I don't good. know if he was trying to make a joke. The radio. No one's listening to the radio. Or if he was trying, or if, or no, if he, he like, or if he joke. just couldn't think of the word for like Spotify or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, put Spot- get him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Spotify where this podcast can be found. Yeah, exactly. maybe he was point. Maybe he said record player because he was thinking of like, um, like hipsters in Brooklyn who've like reclaimed yeah. the record player. But okay, also, a record like, player is so out that it's now in in an ironic way mm-hmm. like i registered on my wedding registry for a record player so we could have a novelty mm-hmm. record player yeah and he's like citing that as a well, solution to issues in the inner city he was asked what responsibility do you think americans need to take to repair the legacy of slavery in our country and a lot of people found like the way he took that question and his response like offensive yeah you know what i mean because it went like all the way like how he's going to start like putting money into schools, but then like saying that like they need help raising their children. They need more words. It's like, wait, what do you like this? Like we and them kind of thing came across to me. And I saw like on Twitter, a lot of people of color and like women of color were like, what the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You think that I'm not, showing my kids words, man. Like, what do you mean? Like my kids hearing words, but like, but it also just, first of all, you could tell, you can tell when he gets like really defensive and Mm -hmm. he can't, he has a really hard time working through that defensiveness and coming through with a coherent answer. Like he sounds confused in that. I'm like, where it doesn't, it sounds Trumpy in that it feels disjointed and I can't, I can tell he's making leaps in his head that he's not like conveying to us. He, he sounded like my grandfather in the last three years of his life. Yeah. Where he like a man who was like always made sense and like was very like level headed became sort of like a little bit like bellicose. Yeah. And sort of like they had a hard time communicating in the yeah. same way. Yeah. And it always came across as like defensive or just a little bit angry. It's it's that. And it's also, it's just always, he has like, has marbles in his mouth. He's yeah. always stuttering on what he's trying to get across. And it's like, you've been rehearsing for this day for probably yeah. weeks. You yeah. can't just like, can you not get one coherent thought out without like backtracking and like re-saying, rephrasing yourself? Like, also, you know what I mean? he just needs to find a answer where he apologizes for some shit from the Mm -hmm. past like he can do it he can be the person who's like you know what i've had a really long career i've learned a lot there's a lot of shit i said in 1975 that doesn't apply to me now but for some reason he time and time again like even on newer stuff like the the castro exchange was about Mm -hmm. obama's immigration policy where uh jorge ramos like really slammed him yeah on Obama's immigration policy, it was a really good question. And Biden immediately gets so defensive and he can't just say, you He's know like, what? I was the vice president, not the president. It's like even you, though the whole time his whole thing is I was there. Yeah. For the stuff that you liked. Yes. Which was which was Castro's original point, And then he completely undercut it by doing well, those are two. Thing. I think those are two separate. Oh, exchanges. were they two separate? Yeah, I get, I'm getting them mixed up. But Yeah, you're right. It's like because Castro was not wrong when he said that he was like. You, you invoke him when you want to. Right. And when you don't, you don't. Joe Biden is, uh, he's just not at the age at which he would be the candidate to win. Like, I know. Had, had 10 years ago, Joe Biden would be, if he were running against Trump now, yeah. I think would be a better candidate. He's out of touch. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No good. Um, people are saying it's his best performance yet, but I just think we have. It was. We ha- I, well, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> but it's it not. Was. It's yeah. not good. The bar yeah. wasn't very high. Yeah. And yeah. here's the thing. Like, he talks the most, so he has the most opportunity to 
like fix it, but he just doesn't. He also, yeah, and he also does yeah. like the least like press. I feel like you know what I mean. I he f- will not go on Posse of America. He won't. Yeah. And the fact that he won't go talk to a bunch of guys who he already knows who are friendly. If you can't go to like talk to like John fucking Favreau, like yeah. how are you gonna do Donald like Donald Trump? Yeah, he also. There's not gonna be a debate with Donald Trump, whoever yeah. the candidate is. That's no, it's happening. gonna. I mean, he's not, it's gonna he be will crazy. not do it. No, he will I, not debate. I, 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 I will play devil's advocate because I feel like he loves ratings and he knows it's going to be a big ratings push. And if I he think he's, I do think he saw the other debates as wins for himself. Like, oh, I think totally. He, I think he thought he crushed it, but I think but what I think is that it's just going to be, um, whoever debates him, I think ultimately is going to have to just tune him out and speak to camera and maybe respond every once in a while when he gets crazy. But I don't think there's going to be a debate in the sense that like you can't have a back and forth with him like what we saw on stage. But you know Mm -hmm. how he hasn't like shown up to anything in like a month. Mm-hmm. I think that that's because he is in decline and he can't show up. I wouldn't like, put it past him it. to so be like, year, there's going to be one. I, I don't you. think he'll be able to show up. Like, but they're going to do what they did with like FDR. They're going to like put him in like stilts and like prop him up on the side. He wears, <laughs> if you look at pictures of him from behind, he's very clearly wearing some sort of brace on yeah. his back to like control Maybe that's why he stands movements. like that. He stands, oh, yeah. He he's stands very like a, front loaded. It's uh-huh. because he's wearing like a thing in his back. You can Google, oh. yeah. Like a bustle. So, yeah, kind of like a bustle. A bustle. My friend? <laughs> no, you yeah. mean a, gu- a, a girdle. girdle. A girdle. A bustle is the thing a in the back of your wedding back. dress. Yeah. Oh. yeah. My a friend, bustle's on the back. My friend had such bad scoliosis, they had to put like bars in her like back from her bottom to her top. Maybe he got bars put I don't know. If he got, I think it's behind, I think it's under his suit so that it controls his like shaking or like lack of ability. To maybe balance. it's shapewear. Oh, maybe he's wearing maybe skins. He's supposed yes. to make skins you by Kim Kardashian. Skinnier. They're friends now. <laughs> well, you haven't seen him without the shapewear. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Yeah. Um, when is our cartoon president coming back? Uh, we just got uh, greenlit for a third season, but I don't know when it's coming back. Exactly. Okay, great. But it will be know, back. Elise's AOC on my cartoon mm-hmm. president. I'm excited. While we're wait, while AOC is being brought up, what was this commercial? Um, I didn't see it. I didn't either because I fast forwarded commercials. It was but. bad. It was like I was like I was watching it and I was like, "That's AOC's face with like um, melancholic music," and then it's like it burns the page, like her face burns, like the picture of her face, like and then the it like end scene of the Nazis and Inglorious Bastards, and yeah, and then it fades into um like a like a black and white picture of skull and bones. That's crazy. It I was saw crazy. I saw discussion on Twitter about a commercial, and I was like, I can't even. Get well, it's into just this. wild that ABC would approve something like that yeah, to run at that time. For the money. But also, like it, it it seemed very dangerous. Yeah, when AOC is someone who literally gets death threats and all and shit like that, like it is dangerous. Yeah. You know. Um. So let's move on to the next candidate, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Um, it's great. I Not to show like, favoritism, but yay. I feel like she did well. I think she yeah. did the best. She's the steadiest candidate. She, you know, yeah. Every time she spoke, I felt like she didn't stumble. Nope. And I think she really put the ideas behind her, like in her conversation. Yeah. Like I knew what she was saying. I said, I said this to you. I said she was clear, she was concise, and she was um, cutting. Or like I don't know. I don't, cool, I don't know. Remember? And I was like, "Oops, I didn't mean all that alliteration." Yeah. But uh, she just has like the most like, she's the person who shows up every time. There's never something where I'm like, "What? The, what? Yeah. Like, where'd that come from?" Or like, 
what weird like you know workshopped language is she using mm-hmm. like it all comes from like the depths of her and like the way that she views the world and it makes sense with what she's saying and honestly every time I think she just is more and more impressive she does a better job arguing for Bernie's policies than Bernie does like yeah. she she just has that economic message down pat yeah. I think um I, I think that's why all the other candidates are afraid to attack her no one mm-hmm. no one goes after her on no one, yeah. anything they tried a little bit on the health care but like it's kind of Bernie's bill anyways like he he's like I wrote the damn bill yeah um so it's kind of like her going tangentially with Bernie and she kind yeah. of has a partner in crime with that yes I thought when they talked about education a lot this time and I thought that she really nailed the public uh, the education part because she talks about like she's like I'm the only one here who's been ever been a public school teacher and then she like walks through how she was like a special needs teacher and then she worked in Houston at the University of Houston in the same town and I was like this is amazing <laughs> she reminds me of my kindergarten teacher who I loved <laughs> no really mm-hmm. like she like keeps in she touch does. with me well, yeah. that's the thing is like it's like not to like play gender stereotypes, but like when you have a crazy bully who's ruining everything, you want like a mother figure to come in and save you, and like, yeah, kind of like you know what I mean. So like that's kind of how I'm I'm I I I don't you know what I mean. I get it. Yeah, I mean I get what you're saying. Like in that it's like when you have this person who's so childish, it is kind of nice to have kindergarten teacher energy to like balance yeah. that out. Mm-hmm. Like that is that. Okay, that's why he's not going to debate her because he knows on some level that that's the dynamic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, I mean, even looking at like a woman, I'm sure he projects like his mother yelling at him onto yes. any woman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the one thing where Elizabeth, like, Warren still needs to work it out is I just, I feel like when they were like trying to hammer her on like, but how much more will people pay in taxes? She seemed like uh, some of her deflections, I was like, just. Just yeah. say it. Like, yeah. just say how much more people are going to pay in taxes and then make the case. Well, like, don't dance around it because we can all kind of tell mm-hmm. what you're doing. Yeah. And it's you're going to have to you can avoid it for as long as you want. But both Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, like you're going to have to make the case and talk about the taxes. You're going to have to do it. Well, here's the thing. I understand why they don't want to give a hard number on that yeah. because you're then giving the ammunition about something that is doesn't even exist yet. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So, I mean, think about it. Like, any, even though these are their policies, it's not like the day they get elected or yes. one gets elected, these things happen. So it's sort of like, yeah, you can give this number, but that number is only going to hurt them and it's not even real. So it's like this very harmful hypothetical. Well, yeah. she goes when like then, yeah. also the number changes based on if they're doing student debt forgiveness and Medicare for all yeah, and some other stuff. stuff. So it's like, OK, which one are you going to do? Then you can see how much your taxes will actually go she, up. Like, I don't know why she didn't immediately go. In, she said this eventually, but I feel like she didn't say this during the Medicare for all debate or, you know, that, uh, that about her plan for like the tax on two cents on every dollar for the yeah. one tenth of the top 10 percent or like the, the top one-tenth of the top one percent or something over 50 million every over 50 million dollars your money above that is taxed two cents on the dollar which is makes a lot of sense to me yeah Um, and so i don't know why someone who doesn't have over 50 million dollars can you like you you never need more than 50 million if you have 50 million you're You're fine yeah right you're you're truly fine it's all getting taken away above 50 no it's just you're still making 98 cents on the dollar it's like you're a woman for uh, the rest of your life you're you're more than a woman you're (laughs) like you're like a slightly less man yeah Yeah. like it's 
Yeah, I just, I guess I just, because I, I get what you're saying, why they wouldn't want to give a hard number. That makes a lot of sense to me. I guess I just feel like I needed those deflections to be a little more deft. Like, I, they felt deflection-y. Why doesn't she just say, I don't know because we are not in that position yet. And even though this is what I want to get past, mm -hmm. I don't know that it will actually be able to happen. Yeah, I feel like, I feel, I feel like, a really good deflection is one where you don't realize they deflected until later. Yeah. And I felt like I could see her doing the dance moves in those like moments. Like I could see her being like thinking through the steps. And I like it was it was her through a very good debate. I felt like it was her least flawless part of the debate. Yeah. Right. Um, do you want to do the move on? Bernie. Bernie. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a cold? First impression. I feel like he had a cold. Yeah. Lozenge was needed. Throat coat. Something. He and Biden just. They didn't really, I think you tweeted this. Yeah. They didn't do much to deflect the age yeah. convo. No. Like, they didn't come across as young and spry. Yeah. yeah. Even though Liz Warren is how old? She's 70. I She's think. basically their age. Yeah. She looks, she looks, and she looks 50. Seems, she seems 20 years younger than yeah. both of them, which she does. is crazy. Yeah. Bernie? She has the boundless energy from, you know, real conviction. It's wild because I like worldview. agree with everything that comes out of Bernie's mouth. But yeah. I'm just like, he's not for me he's personally. Not for me. He's not my dude. That said, I mean, you support him when he. Yeah, he's. I, but also when he's defending health care, he's at his best. Well, I here's think. here's why Bernie doesn't like do it for me as a candidate, because so you have so. One of the biggest criticisms of Liz and Bernie is mm -hmm. that they're socialists, so they'll be painted as socialists. Mm -hmm. And like CNBC was like freaking out yeah. about her. So it's like oh, you amazing. have mm -hmm. like, okay, so with her, you have like, oh, she's a woman. So like it's risky because who knows if the, everyone will elect a woman. Then you have him who's a democratic socialist or like stated. And then so it's sort of like he has the worst of all the worlds because he's like not this like perceived as this centrist and he's not as appealing as she is mm -hmm. and he's a socialist because she calls herself a capitalist she's a democratic yeah. capitalist so, so like it's like it's like all this like war i mean it's just but fucking they labels. perceive her yeah. as a socialist also yeah. like we're already a little bit socialist like what do you think social security is whatever i know yeah. okay but also Ideological. Did you, trump uh bought a banner that he flew over the debate like where, where, where the debate was taking place, Texas Southern University or something? I don't know. Te yeah. Texas something university. It's a historically black college. And it's the first one to ever hold one of the debates, which is cool. But he bought a banner that said socialism will kill Houston's economy. Vote Trump 2020 and like flew it over the debate. So like that shit is already happening. I do think. Because he's afraid of he's afraid of Liz the most. Apparently. Yes. You can tell that Bernie is. Like, has the courage of his convictions. He does. Which feels good. And I do think that he is best when he's defending himself on his economic message. But, yeah, he doesn't have... His energy is crazy. <laughs> his yeah. energy is well, crazy. Well, that's the thing. It's like, he has, like, crazy professor well, energy. It's, yes. it's funny because you hear, like, right before, like, in the opening statements, it was Elizabeth Warren and then it was Bernie Sanders. And she, like, you know, she's, like, not soft-spoken, but you know what I mean? She's not screaming. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Whoa! <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And he was like, yelling a lot. He was yelling and he's like right on the microphone, like screaming. And I'm like, dude, take a step back if you're going to yell so loud. Um, which is also like raises the question. And it's like, you know, if say if Kamala, Elizabeth or um, Amy Klobuchar had been speaking like that, like would people being like, he's yeah. too shrill. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if any of them were screaming, I mean, he like, is shrill. He is shrill for sure. Yeah. I'll call him. I'll call I'll him call shrill. Him shrill. <laughs> and it's not sad to say that Bernie Sanders is shrill because 
Right. Yeah. I do like that he was always against the Iraq war. Mm-hmm. Like the, the fact that he was that he did I that makes me feel good about he him. He was like, like one of a like one of very few. Yeah, very yeah. few. Well, should we move on to Kamala? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she's she has not matched that first debate where she just crushed. No, she mm-hmm. hasn't. I don't think she stands out as much as she used to, and I'm a big Kamala fan. Yeah, it's so. been it's been harder for her to like make an impression. She also did this thing, like we'll we'll, we'll play a clip later where you can hear it, but she kept she she kept laughing. I think because her laugh is generally considered endearing, but I think in this situation, it's sort of like didn't match yeah. the tone. I was like it's okay. like it's endearing when it's a real laugh. It's yeah. endearing when it's like in a one-on-one interview with Rachel Maddow and they're uh-huh. like yeah. shooting the shit. Or but like it it felt like I don't know forced or something but like also like this is fucking serious, man. Yeah. Like this is like to be president of the United States and tr- like one probably the, like we always say it's the most important election but it is. It is like the most important election coming up. Yeah. And so it's like okay, yeah, if someone says something funny and you can't control, you can't help but laugh, then it's inappropriate. She was laughing at her own jokes. Yeah, yeah, which is also a problem. I mean, her strategy was really obvious, which, like, not that it was bad, but her strategy was to just talk to Trump. Like, she addressed mm-hmm. Donald Trump directly mm-hmm. in her opening statement, and, like, kind of in all her answers, she would come back and do this thing that was like, well, remember, Donald Trump is the president. Like, yeah, it's, it's I liked like, that yeah. she did that. Yeah. That was my the best part of her performance it I seems, think that she was mocking him like to his face it seems like she had some sort of like internal polling where it's like oh it plays well to attack Donald Trump like from her um, but she feels like someone who is like forming their performance around the polling yes or around what like the consultants are telling and, her and like yeah. the thing is she came which to, I think is her downfall she actually. came to prominence by being like a hard ass like like litigator I guess you know what I mean in the Kavanaugh hearings and other like con- confirmation hearings right so it's like we probably should con- continue to play into that you know yeah and I think she just like was trying to goad President Trump into tweeting at her I know she was if that's kind of how it felt to me I was like you want I, I was just like you want him to say something about you don't you yeah because she said at least three things there was one where she called his like said that foreign policy shouldn't be like decided by his fragile ego uh-huh. there was one where she said that he could, should go back to watching Fox News mm-hmm. and there was the Wizard of Oz yeah, tiny called, man yeah. really small dude yeah yeah I mean show me the lie like I don't I don't disagree with <laughs> any am. of it but it it felt like maybe she did it one too many times. Mm-hmm. Like, right. if like, I can remember three, mm-hmm. yeah, that stuck with me. Yeah. Again, it came down to the thing of like, you don't like, like people's one-liners felt really obvious. You don't want to see how the pan, like the pancake. You don't want to see how the pancake is made. <laughs> Very confusing. It's but it's no one knows how one makes a pancake. <laughs> <And> <laughs> They're actually not that hard. <laughs> no, no, certainly not. <laughs> All you need to get is some pancake mix and water. Yeah. Sammy, don't tell me. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> how did pancake... How do you make a pancake? <laughs> you can literally make a pancake out of anything. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, yeah. I, I got confused. I wanted to say you don't want to see how the sausage gets made. I got confused. I'm, Sometimes I'm, they serve sausage as a side with, with a pancake. I, I, tr- I usually have I, I have sausages more often than I have pancakes for breakfast. I don't know, guys. It's been it's been a long day. I woke up really early to watch the debate. <laughs> I know. Same. 
Last night I, I came back from like a dinner with a lot of wine and I was watching and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I could not keep it in my brain. No. Who the heck says comfy can't be work appropriate? Not me. This episode of Fetch Us Up Podcast is brought to you by Beta Brand. Beta Brand. Beta Brand, Beta Brand, Beta Brand. Beta Brand wants you to look and feel good even at the office. They offer dress pants that are made of yoga pant <laughs> material. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Dress pants. Mm-hmm. Wear them to work. Mm-hmm. Made of yoga pant material. And I'm seeing here that they have pockets for ladies. Yes, they do have pockets. I don't... Why are... I don't, yeah, ladies have been shortchanged. Ladies have been shortchanged on the pockets. Sometimes you'll buy pants. They've got a fake pockets. I'm like, just put in a regular pocket. <laughs> but Beta Brand does have a regular pocket. Okay? Wow. They've got boot cut, straight leg, skinny, cropped, and other styles in standard colors like black, navy, gray, and khaki. I, actually, I will say that I just ordered my first pair of Beta Brand pants, and I got the gingham. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Gingham style. I <laughs> Gingham style. I'm excited. I've never had gingham pants, but they have a great... I was nervous. I have a hard time buying pants. They've got a great size guide on the site. I mm-hmm. feel extremely confident mm-hmm. in the medium that I purchased. And all the ladies here at the office come in in a lot of comfortable yoga pants. Yeah. And now when we have meetings, they're all just going to come in their beta brand yoga pant dress pants. Yes. And no one... People will think that you're uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but in fact... You are comfortable. Oh my God. No more swamp ass. <laughs> no more swamp ass with Beta Brand. Beta Brand is an online fashion retailer. Beta Brand is an online fashion retailer and crowdfunding platform for fashion, which means they welcome feedback and they bring crowdsourced ideas straight to the design room. So probably a bunch of ladies were like, we want comfy pants with pockets. And Beta Brand was like, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. So you can visit betabrand.com slash sup to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash sup, S-U-P, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. That's betabrand.com slash sup. To get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants, you're going to be so comfy. Should we move on to Mayor Pete? Yes. yes. So what do you guys think of Mayor Pete? He's a little cutie. Yeah. yeah he is a little cutie. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know if he like moved to his standing, but he definitely is solid up there. Yeah. He's a solid guy. You know, here's the thing. Like him, Cory Booker, solid, just solid politicians like i'm happy that they're in the party that i identify with again do i think they need to be president i think most people shouldn't be president so (laughs) when i say that it shouldn't be him i'm like it's not like an insult i'm like excited to see him him. i like him too i'm excited to see him as speaker of the house one day or like that would be lovely senate majority leader one day or something like that like i don't know i I feel the same way. It's his closing statement was really moving oh, yeah. when he talked about like serving in the military under "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" and coming out as an elected official. Like, you he's know, fabulous. There's he's something not to Pete, like the winner of the, yeah. the debate. He's got yeah. some, he. There is something to Pete, and I agree with you that I'm like this guy. 
has a bright career ahead yeah. of yeah. this little guy. Right. It's uh, here's the thing. Like most of the people on stage, I'd be like super happy if they were in the cabinet or had a position of power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a question of like who will be the nominee. That's a different question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there well what was nice on the debate stage this time was there was no one who I was like well this person's a clown. Like yeah. <laughs> get, right. the, get them away. Like even like Andrew Yang's like goofy. He's, he's definitely goofy. He's, he's a clown in some ways, but also he has he has a lot of momentum. Yeah, and I actually think his ideas are super like innovative. Yeah, and have a lot of potential. He's coming out there swinging. He's putting shit out there. I mean, we'll talk about more uh, more specifically. I mean, we can go. Should we just we, we go, go to, to him now? Go to Yang. Um, so he had an interesting opening statement. I think we should just start there. Um, we have that clip. Uh, we're gonna play that. My campaign will now give a freedom dividend of $1,000 a month for an entire year to 10 American families, someone watching this at home right now. If you believe that you can solve your own problems better than any politician, go to yang2020.com and tell us how $1,000 a month will help you do just that. This is how we will get our country working for us again, the American people. There's Connell's laugh. It's not that it's funny. Give you that. I don't know why it's. Yeah, it's not really funny. They were all like, "Okay, mm-hmm. it sounds like a sweepstakes. Like yeah. you get a thousand dollars. Everyone, look under your seats. Yeah. Freedom dividend. Elise, I, I think. Da- I dare you to go on Yang2020.com and write that you're going to spend it on your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am going to try to. I'm joining that sweepstakes 100. I mean, I didn't not have that thought. Yeah, so. if Andrew Yang wants to give me one thousand dollars a month for a year, I will. T- Take that from Andrew Yang. Yeah, I, I totally. I mean, no, twelve that twelve thousand, right? It's one thousand dollars a month for a year. So, so you would 12, ultimately get. Yeah, you would ultimately get twelve thousand for the year. Mm-hmm. Which is that taxed? That's a good question. I, mm, you know what? You got to be on that. You got to be a moderator because <laughs> yeah. that's question number one. Go yeah. back to George Stephanopoulos. What are we? Is it taxed? Is it Venmo? What are we yeah. doing? Like, right. is it under the table? Like, yeah. What's the Am I going to have to pay a little percentage to get it put into my account? Instant transfer? Like what? Let's give me the specifics. Yeah. He was full of jokes. He yeah. was. He, so, he said he's like now I'm an Asian so I know a lot of doctors I can say that it's like okay he says funny shit on Twitter sometimes like two debates ago he tweeted like uh, like I'm gonna come for like Michael Bennett tonight in the debates like you know what you did <laughs> which I thought was just like funny and like that is funny let's like yeah it's like light it's funny I do feel like the Yang Gang has 2016 Bernie Bro energy sometimes yeah, like their did. online presence is a little bit I'm like let's yeah I have right. I, I kind of like have a it's the same thing it's like it's it, is it a joke like at the end of the debate like you know they're they're all like on stage like shaking hands with people and shit and like the camera goes up to Andrew Yang and he starts doing this like rapper thing into the camera and it's like ugh. you can't both do the rapper thing into the camera and claim that you know a lot of doctors because you're Asian like, and it's yeah. like <laughs> I know he just like it gives me like weird vibes it's like i i, I yeah. like him i think he's funny but like i also like like i said before i want someone to take it seriously <laughs> yeah I, I like his ideas but like he's better like on paper mm-hmm. yeah. than he is like in like i felt like his when he speaks i'm like a little like, mm-hmm. he's can not, you just write it all down and like, and pass it to me he's not a hundred percent charming yes that's no. what i mean like write it like some people are just a little bit better in writing yeah and i think he could be one of them yeah. he feels like Personally, a tech I think I'm bro, one of tech bro at yeah. the Apple event doing his like prepared jokes for like the new iPod mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like like you're king yeah. of that situation. Yeah. This is a little different. 
Yeah. yeah. It's it. It definitely does feel like sometimes he lacks a little bit of seriousness. I think it's cool that he's talking about universal basic income. I've I've certainly never seen anyone more obsessed with giving everyone a thousand dollars than Andrew Yang, and I appreciate that. Like, okay, I feel like people aren't fully internalizing the fact that they're gonna get twelve thousand dollars if you vote for this guy. I mean, I'm like, that's where, just a proposal. Like, I mean, like yeah, other that also like you is know, true. it's like I can't tell you one other thing about him. Um, he, I think he's into like national service, or maybe that's. Maybe no. I see. I don't know. Like, and so it's like you keep repeating think. this thing that you know he needs another thing he does talk get. about a lot is that like job retraining mm-hmm. isn't going to work because that's like a big thing he talks about that like automation is here and like you can't really retrain people. So it's basically he's he emphasizes like finding new jobs, mm. new yeah. types of jobs. Yeah, he said something interesting in the climate uh, town hall where he was talking about changing GDP to reflect like also yeah. envir- like your environmental friendliness of a country, which are all, again, they're really big ideas and I'm glad that they're getting out there, but he does lack that like, <clears throat> oh, I'm burning now. <laughs> um, he does that la- lack that like, how are you going to do all this stuff? And yeah. you're not a politician and you don't have these connections and you're not someone who's done this and we've seen like I don't know I feel like one thing you should have to answer for is we've seen how putting someone in office who has no political background has backfired and like really fucked up the levers of government and made things really hard to get done and so it's like how are you going to be different than Donald Trump how are you gonna like who are you going to surround yourself with that's going to tell you how this shit gets done you know who's your team yeah it's like there's all these multifaceted candidates on stage who have experience in so many different things who like you know and this guy kind of kind of feels like a little bit more singular Right. Yeah. He that's so true. He has talked about the numbers. I have heard him go through the numbers of mm-hmm. how he will fund it, but I think like that it's not as easy. Like a lot of things would have to go very right for yeah. that to work. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it's great, and for, uh, he's an entrepreneur, so he's someone who really yeah believes this can happen. And that does bring up, you know, Elizabeth Warren is the only one who said like I'll get rid of the filibuster to pass my legislation, which like. For anyone, I, for the other people who say they won't, I need to know, like, well, what's your plan then? Because if Mitch McConnell's still the majority leader, you're not going to pass any of this. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, none of it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, then there's like, then they had this whole conversation about like executive orders, too, and like whether they were like constitutional in certain aspects. So, yeah. I love how we're talking about constitutionality. Like, that's even a thing. That I know. Yeah. Anymore. It's here. like, come on. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't really exist. Yeah. Has anymore. anyone seen it? It'll be a thing it's when like, it's yeah. a Democratic president and a conservative Supreme Court. Then some, then somehow constitutionality is going to be a big fucking deal again. You're right. Magic. You're right. <laughs> like, um, it's weird how much like I real like I've come to understand that like the only thing that was holding the past presidents back was like their morals. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, that's yes. what we're counting on here. Just like someone's fucking conscience. Yep. Or like people around them with morals, you know? Yeah. A little bit disconcerting. Um. Yeah. Better work had a, I think, a, a good night. He Ever, is good. Everyone praised him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the candidates were like, "Better, great job." He did. I think the El Paso stuff. He handled that like a commander in chief should handle things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He basically stepped in, said, "I'm going to do this." Yeah. The the DNC was concerned about him cursing. They like released like oh. a, a. They sent an email <laughs> uh, beforehand. Oh yeah, because he's it. now the I say fuck guy. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> <is> really <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> um, that should be his new slogan. I say fuck. 
I would, I would, I would put that on a shirt. I would wear that. It's I would wear like, Beto fuck. That shirt. is, okay, the fact that the DNC sent an email about Beto saying fuck is just like the best microcosm explaining the status of today. Like you have the president doing all the crazy shit he does and the DNC is like, oh, we're just, you know, we're a little concerned about Beto's language. Let's send mm-hmm. an email. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, that's like, if that is like the Democratic Party in a fucking nutshell. Yeah. He did slightly curse. So um, the, one of the moderators asked him about, I think it was David Muir. He was like, so uh, you talk about this automatic buyback for AR-15s and uh, semi-automatic rifles. What do you mean by that? And so we're going to play that. Are you proposing taking away their guns and how would this work? I am. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Fucking finally. Yeah. Honestly, finally. Also, like, stop calling it take back. Call it receive back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way it sounds a little bit less. Or the buyback, too. I mean, I think you should definitely, they should hammer home, like, it's a buyback. Like, they'll, they're going to get money yeah. in exchange. But also, like, How much? we've talked about it before. It's like, thank fucking God someone's just saying, yeah, we're going to take those. Like, yeah. they don't belong in the public's hands, and we're going to fucking take them. Right. And yeah. your well-regulated militia doesn't exist because you're fighting the U.S. Army. Yeah. yeah they have more guns. They have yeah. a drone. <laughs> Even if you drones. have one AR-15. Yeah, if you have one AR-15, they're still going to drone the shit yeah. out of you. The U.S. <laughs> Army can send a robot to kill you yes. like they don't even need a person to they do probably it. don't even need a robot they, they probably can like send something to fly in your window uh-huh. stab mm-hmm. you with poison and fly oh, out oh totally i think that's 100 percent right like little yeah. bee drones yeah yes yeah, black mirror about. oh my yeah. god yes um, that's literally what i'm talking about uh so yeah it, he really stuck on the gun issue a lot um but yeah i good. think that was good Great. Yeah, Love I don't to have know, him in Congress. I don't know where Beto is going to come out on all of this, but he definitely um, the past couple of weeks, he def- his campaign has definitely taken on a new like mm-hmm. life because he's decided to be like, no, I'm going to be the guy who speaks really frankly about this gun issue and I'm going to do it. I'm going to say fuck. I'm going to do it in terms that like actually resonate with people because yeah. we're fucking tired of this. I give him a lot of credit for that because yeah. if because it really all goes to him and how he handled it. Yeah. Like yeah. he genuinely handled it so well, which is why we're sitting here saying how well he did. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not some like bullshit. Oh, you made one comment that. Yeah. Worked. It's it's real. Yeah. Uh, we have a few more. Cory Booker. Cory Booker did. He did. His, He's good. He's he a good politician. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right. Next. Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> <laughs> She Ew. was like rehearsed. I that mm-hmm. was that you talked she about. Get this. out. You talked yeah. about we, earlier when you were talking about like you know all, all the rehearsed lines really came out today, mm-hmm. like in the last night. I really felt it with her. Yeah. I was like every time she spoke, like she, I've heard her say this thing about you know the movie the day after tomorrow. That's today. It's like okay, I feel like there's a de- better way to say this thing that you want to say. Um, she also uh, said Houston, we have a problem. Which that was is just like, uh huh. No, I know. And like, also like that movie has a forty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it's not a great movie. She should if she, if I, I would put her as the next person who should get out of the race. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a other lot, than the people who wouldn't even qualify. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, what's interesting is like when I was watching the like 
moderators after a lot of people were like Klobuchar was great Klobuchar was great but I was like I think that's pundit speak honestly I she don't was, think she was I mean, bad she wasn't bad yeah I think and she also I forget specifically which question was asked of her she deflected so hard so many times like not yeah. answering the questions because she's a moderate but she doesn't actually like seem to want to make the case for moderate policy she only wants to make the case for why a moderate could do better yeah than a socialist and she keeps telling yeah. me like 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 i get it you're from the midwest like say it saying it one more time is not gonna make like also like looking at you and the way you speak i can tell you're not from a coastal you're elite. not from here yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean like okay we I get also it just feel like she she's leaning so hard on like I'm the center woman but when you already have Joe Biden up there who like is the front runner and that's his thing it's like I feel like she needs to draw a clearer line with Joe Biden too mm-hmm. because she's not like the center thing would work if it was Bernie and Elizabeth in and Joe Biden wasn't in the yeah. mix but because he is it's just like I don't know where her case for herself comes from. I also think that there's just some people who may be better as senators, like Amy Klobuchar. I like really liked her, but I think that the reason for that was because I saw how she performed in the Senate hearings. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, that's what you're good at. Maybe just keep doing that. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, like you, like you were saying with, she, she's trying to kind of go against Biden and go for Biden's vote, even though he's the front runner. It's like, that's kind of what you've seen Warren being able to do, even though her and Sanders are similar. She, But she kind of picked off Kamala Harris's support. Warren. Warren did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, Julian Castro, Julian Caesar, if you will. I tweeted that, and no one... No, I did not go I off that. I thought that was so <laughs> funny. Me, too. I was like, he... It's a, it's stabbed, a smart He's stabbed vice president. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Brian, it requires oh, wait, but, a lot of things who, to be able to but then, but, then, but then again, he'll, yeah, you're correct That's on true. that one. Still funny. Thank Still you. You know funny. what? I forgot how a pancake was made earlier, so um, it's all fine. <laughs> so I, I don't think he was able to escape that moment. I no. think... That's. I it. think he should also just just go. Yeah. Look, you can be in the cabinet. Maybe you have a place. Maybe you run have a for career. Senate in Texas. You now have like up. Yeah, you've upped your recognition. People like you. You had, but like again, think realistically. How likely is it that you will actually be the nominee? And like, if you don't feel like that chance is over like seventy five percent, bow out. Respect. I always please. felt like Castro was coming for Veep too. Like I felt like that Still was always be. his thing, and I. I really feel like he just hurt himself so much with that Biden line. It's like it was mean. Yeah. And like all of the when I was watching the like C, uh the like CNN debrief where they like talked to all the candidates afterwards, they asked every single candidate about it and every single one. I mean, none of them like came for him hard, but every single one had to be like, you know, I thought that I don't think that we need to talk like that, whatever. So it's like I think he even messed up his chances at Veep because now every single candidate has had to go on TV and say that they thought he yeah. struck a low blow against what uh, someone who obviously, you know, we're not enjoying him as a candidate right now, but someone who is a beloved former vice president. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think he really fucked himself over. It yeah. is a hard line to walk when you are trying to attack someone on the debate stage. It yeah. is, you have to hit that note perfectly mm-hmm. or it you might as well just not have done it he yeah. kind of like kamikaze yeah. himself yeah, yeah. You, it's either you get it completely right like Kamala did in the first debate mm-hmm. or you fuck yourself yeah. yeah which seems to happen ev- to have happened every other attack yeah. attempt yeah. also another i think winner of the debate who was not there was president obama <laughs> yes oh my god everyone was like 
<laughs> I, but two debates ago, that wasn't about. the situation. I know. I know. I think people saw that there was like a little bit of a backlash to like not praising President Obama, but it's like every single candidate, it felt like, was talking about like, I'm going to continue what Obama did on that. I like Obama. It's like we, okay. Obama's just, a centrist. Yeah. Biden had that line that was like, a lot of people on this stage are with Bernie. I'm with Barack. I was like, oh my God, Joseph. Oh God. <laughs> He's not running. I know. Yeah. And it's, it is. Imagine being Obama, like watching this, like mm-hmm. realizing that there are huge personal stakes for your own reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just like, oh God, guys. Come Please, on. Joe, don't yeah. ruin my legacy. I mean, yeah. and it's also like. I think like, Obama doesn't want Joe to do this. I don't think so. Either. Like, Joe, you don't got to so. do it. Because if he did, he would be like, go, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Obama. I feel like Obama is probably ultimately further left than the Obama administration was in a lot of its policies and things. And that's coming up a lot. I mean, it comes up on immigration. Joe Biden has not been able to answer for that. The Obama era immigration policy seems like right wing compared to where our party is at this moment. Yeah. And like. Yeah, he's. it seems a lot of the stuff, you know, we look back fondly. Obviously, there's like much love for Barack Obama in like the Democratic base and in myself personally. But like it is a weird line that people are walking because a lot of those policies seem outdated now. Well, oh, but they didn't then. They didn't then. They but, were the best. I think they a lot of them were the best we could get at that time. Well, I think that I honestly feel that the Democratic Party has moved left in a reaction to Trump. Yes. I think mm-hmm. that even like the rhetoric, like the things you're allowed to say that you're not allowed to say, the things that will get someone canceled, the actual belief and like, oh, what policies we actually want has become so much more left. And yeah. it's clearly a reaction to Trump because when you have someone who's doing all these horrible things, you only want to be like, we have to do the most opposite thing we can yeah. possibly think of. So even though Obama's policies were not quite opposite, maybe they were like 100 Maybe they were like 90 degrees. Yeah. What's that's like a little bit. Maybe they were like 90 degrees from Trump's policies. The party now is like, we need to do a full 180. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. That was correct math, I believe. Thank you. I'm trying to picture a circle (laughs) also being someone hungover. So some issues that weren't discussed, uh, you know, abortion wasn't brought up at all. Women's rights. Interesting. Um, Nor LGBTQ issues. Despite, yeah. you know, there's no federal, like, these things are being attacked on state levels. Yeah. And the Equality Act, I feel like, is in the news yeah. a bit. So I would have... But we asked about Cory Booker being vegan. So that was interesting. <laughs> Necessary information. Yeah. I didn't you realize he was have, vegan. You, you can't have a vegan around and not talk about their veganism. You That's know the rules. really true. I mean, yeah. Cory Booker requested mm-hmm. they ask him if he's <laughs> <Yeah>. a vegan. <laughs> I not. Show up. He needed to let you know that he is still a vegan. Uh-huh. He has not broken it. Mm-hmm. Is that an impossible burger I smell? <laughs> that that is interesting. I think you have to try one of those. They're so good. They are. They good. taste le- get one from a not Shake Shack Bear Burger. Bear burger. Okay. Yeah. Don't do the Burger King situation. Okay. Do the Bear Burger. They're they so are good. good on a on a, uh, a lettuce bun. Mmm. Wow. With the sauce. All right. So before we get to one more thing, let's play our ranking game. Sammy, you're going to go first and do it from worst to best. Okay. Castro worst, Mm -hmm. then Biden. Did you guys have him next? No, but I have him close to the bottom. Okay. Yang. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting into like the medium people who weren't like bad. They were just like, eh. Klobuchar, Mm -hmm. Sanders, Mm -hmm. Harris, Booker. Buttigieg, Beto, and then Warren. Yep. Top. What did you guys put? Um, Do you want to go next, sure. Brian, and then I think we were really similar. Yeah. So it was Castro worst, Biden, 
Yang, all the same so far. Klobuchar, Harris. Um, that was the change, I think. Yeah. Then I did Booker. And then I did Buttigieg, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I did Sanders, O'Rourke, Warren. You had Sanders up high. I am because I I don't I don't know if I should have. I maybe I should have switched him and Pete. But I feel like um, he didn't do any worse or better. Fair. Yeah, he, kinda, he did. He, he Bernie just, like, did Bernie. Maintained. Yeah, yeah. that's he why I put thing. him in the middle. Okay, I will do mine. Uh, also, Castro as the worst. I did Yang as mm. my number nine just because I do. I, I felt like a lot of his like planned tricks fell flat for mm. me. Um, not that like I don't think it's not his ideas. It's just that like his performance to me always doesn't like land and kind of makes me feel cringy in yeah. a way. Yeah. Um, uh, then I did Biden, Klobuchar. Uh, Harris, then Sanders, then Booker, Buttigieg, Beto, and Warren. Pretty similar. Yeah, we so. are. The only thing was the switch of the Harris and the Sanders. Yeah. yeah, I feel. I think you guys may be right though, that that he did better than she did, and I had her a bit doing better. Yeah, just because I feel like Harris. Like people, I feel like the conversation coming out of it is negative towards Harris. Like people yeah. are like, I'm disappointed in how she did. And I don't think the conversation around Bernie is negative. I think they're yeah. just like, Bernie did Bernie. I think I, think yeah. I gave him bad marks for his cult. I think Harris he did, like he stumbled. Me. When yeah. she, she had asked that one question about her views on like, uh, like during like when she was a prosecutor for like prison reform and like, like legalizing marijuana that i feel like she didn't answer very well she needs to chill she needs to be chiller about the yeah. whole yeah. thing need to be like you know what i was wrong it's fine again the, you know that. what i was wrong the undervalue of that is See, not to keep talking about, about how great elizabeth warren is that's why i really like her too she can admit she's she, wrong like she's like i made a mistake and i am sorry i love it yeah. and i'm like oh my god imagine just like if our president would just say he made a mistake and he was wrong, we wouldn't have had like a two-week news story about fucking Alabama not yes. getting hit by a hurricane. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Like Forgot if he was just happened. like, oh, yeah, I, I, met, I thought that I had read that, but I got confused, which yeah. is like normal. And everyone been like, okay. And then mo- had to move on. And now, but anyways, yeah. you know, so. One yeah. more thing. All right. One more thing. John Bolton was fired or he resigned. So Bolton says he resigned. Trump says he fired him. It happened via Twitter. Yeah. As always. It was over foreign policy. I'm a bit shook that he couldn't survive the administration, but also not upset because he's a scary man with terrible ideas. I think it goes back to stuff we've said on the podcast before that Trump actually doesn't want to go to war with Mm -hmm. people. He's too scared. And he is... you know what? He avoided Trump is scared of war. He's yes. got five deferments. Yes. He he's doesn't want to go to war. war. He actually yeah. whether doesn't, he's fighting or not, which is kind of crazy to think that like in a room with John Bolton and Donald Trump, Donald Trump is like the voice of reason. In that <laughs> no, no, no. He's not the voice of reason. He's the voice of cowardice, which yeah. happens to coincide with what we like in yes. this situation. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, I would be like, well, like if we were in a room and Donald Trump and John Bolton were arguing about what to do with Iran, I'd be like, well, I'm with Donald Trump on this one. Yeah. Like, right. I don't want to do that. Right. But only by a very, the, yeah. very happy accident. Yes. So we have another acting person. I heard he's going to be his own NS national security advisor. Which I don't is think he likes having advisors dictator-y. at all. Yeah. No, no, he no, likes, no. Well, like we learned this with, like, with the Taliban meeting. He likes the perception that he makes his own decisions. So He does. 
that's why they're so terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, one of these ten people become president, and we don't have to worry yeah, about it. We don't it have ever to worry about again. any of this anymore. Hopefully one of these ten people <laughs> become president. Yeah. All right. Is that the end of democracy? Yeah. <laughs> Potentially, uh, guys. Uh, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sandy Fish Biden. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.